Damn it, guys. Coach is right. If we want to win, it's on us. Stop laughing. Be attentive. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Damn It, Guys. Coach is right. It's been a while, but you see the title for today. Ranking the worst fan bases in the NBA. Okay. We're going to do a top five. Now, I thought about doing a whole ranking the worst fan bases in a sports episode, but I figured that'd be too long. Um, and I'm going to do one on each sport. Okay. Separate episodes. Now, I made this the other day because of an argument me and the homies had in the group chat. You know how that goes, man. You guys are all sports fans. You know, you get riled up, start arguing, start debating about stuff. Listen, I got friends that are fans of a lot of different teams. And none of this is research. This is no analytics. This is not all what the players think. No, this is from what I see, right? Worst fan bases, the, the fans that talk crazy, that are delusional. Okay. Just bad all around. All right. These are the top five worst fan bases in the NBA. Get ready because your team might be in this. But let's be honest. My team enters at number five, the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, we have a top five worst fan base in the league. Any Philadelphia team is going to be a top five worst fan base in any sport. Yes, I can admit that. Now, if you know me well, you know I'm one of the only realistic Philadelphia fans that you know. Okay? Now, but you do know I ride for my team. So watch your mouth, right? Now, that's the Philly fan in you. You're going to defend your team. You're going to slide for them. You're going to, you know, you're going to do whatever it takes to defend them. Because, I mean, being a fan of a team is a part of your your life, honestly. It's, it's a lifestyle. People don't understand that, especially when you're a diehard, right? So being an all-Philadelphia teams fan, I could tell you the Sixers in this NBA list, they enter at number five. I'm going to tell you why. We haven't been great. When I say great, that means you've been successful. We haven't been successful. Yes, we make the playoffs every year. We get bounced second round every year. The problem with Sixers fans, and it's kind of similar to any other Philadelphia fan base. I will say the Eagles are much worse of a fan base than the Sixers, but that's because the Eagles have seen more success, so there's like a higher standard and they get more frustrated and they're just way more impatient, right? thing is about the Sixers fans, I mean, I think it's the fact that we failed so much that we're so angry. We're so bitter. We're bitter fans. Um, the problem is with certain Sixers fans, they got way too high expectations. That happened this year. I was talking to somebody and they were like, oh, I think this is the year. You know, there are multiple people I knew that are Sixers fans. They said, this is our year, the way Embiid's playing. And don't get me wrong. Embiid was averaging like 36, 11, six assists, couple blocks of steal. I mean, he was well on his way to winning MVP again. Let's not get it twisted. He, he was going to win. But the thing is, he got hurt. And that's what I kept telling them. I said, listen, I understand Embiid looks great this year. I understand 
we got a new coach and Nick Nurse. We're flowing well. And I mentioned this on this podcast. Like, we looked really good. But at the same time, and again, I'm a realistic Philadelphia fan. I will tell you, you know we're just not going to win. Okay? At the, at the end of the day, we always find a way to choke. Right? We always find a way to fold, fumble the bag, whatever you want to call it. We always find a way. And that's what I was trying to tell them. I'm like, don't get your hopes up too high. And that's the thing. Sixers fans have their hopes up too high. Um, Sixers fans are disrespectful. Again, that's all Philadelphia fans. Just disrespectful. So the the big thing is delusion and disrespect when it comes to Sixers fans. How many times we gotta get bounced second round for y'all to see that we're not going to win the championship? How many times you guys how many times you gotta see it? How many times you gotta see Joel and B play worse in the playoffs? You know what I mean? I understand, like, and I love him. Okay, I'm always gonna have love for Joel, no matter what happens. But at the same time, the Sixers enter at number five. They just got to be there. Number four, this took some deliberation. But the Miami Heat. Now, for me personally, this probably started back when they got LeBron. Back in 2011, I was 12 years old. That's where this started. The Heat being an annoying fan base because before that when it was just Wade County down there they weren't they weren't a problem they won a championship in 06 but they weren't an annoying fan base but when they got Brown they got Bosch that same week the decision everybody remember this the welcome party all these bandwagons jumped to Miami that automatically made the fan base annoying but let's talk about more recent memory the two finals appearances led by Jimmy Butler Heat fans are delusional okay they are very very delusional yes it's cool that you made the finals but you lost both times they swear jimmy butler's Kawhi leonard okay they listen jimmy butler when he goes to the playoffs he's he's good but are we gonna forget that he averaged 21 in the finals last year and they lost in five games he was the fourth best player on the floor I mean, he Bam Adebayo outplayed him. Jamal Murray outplayed him. Okay, obviously Jokic did, but I mean, that's no surprise. But Heat fans, it doesn't matter where they are in the standings. They, they're going to tell you they're going to win a championship that year. They're that confident. Delusion, okay? That's delusion. It's not going to happen. And y'all know the rules for this podcast. If I'm wrong, I will... Spin back and make an episode and apologize, right? I'll issue apologies formal to anybody, right? But I do not see the Miami Heat winning a championship this year, okay? But in both finals, it wasn't even close. That's the that's another thing. It's not like both times it went seven games and and, and Jimmy was averaging 40 and oh oh man, the Heat barely lost that series. No, they both they got handled in both series. That that's the thing. Um if Boston didn't fold in Game 7, I mean, these conference finals last year, they almost came back from 3-0, but almost don't cut it. The Heat got there, but again, the Miami Heat fans are delusional. They've been delusional since 2011, okay? Bron going there could have been the worst thing that happened to them because they weren't even a top 20 worst fan base in the league before Bron and Bosch got there. But that identity down there completely shifted. After they started winning again, um, 
you know, they, they think Jimmy Butler's a top 10 player in the league. He's not, okay? They're just, the main thing about the Miami Heat fans, they're delusional, okay? So they come in at number four. Number three, the New York Knicks. Now, you're probably listening like, oh, man, the Knicks, what are you talking about? Especially if you're a Knicks fan. Oh, man, we, we've been trashed for so long, man. We don't do nothing. Y'all do a lot, okay? But you don't even realize it. See, that's the thing. And the, I don't hate the Knicks. They're in, my, they're in the Sixers division, all that stuff. Division rivals is not really like a, I won't say it's not a big thing in basketball because it is with certain teams, but. You know, the Sixers and the Knicks have both been whack for a long time. So, listen, <laughs> the Knicks fans are delusional, okay? Very, very, very delusional. The side talk NYC movement really moved them up higher for me. On this list, because obviously everybody knows the Knicks haven't won championships since like seventy three or seventy two, right? But I mean, the Knicks will win one playoff game in the first round, and they're flooding the streets like they just won the title. Why are you guys like you guys are down two one in a series, and you celebrating this this win like you just won? The Super Bowl, like, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, it's the NBA Finals, but that, that's how they treat it. You feel me? It's like, bro, relax, okay? Relax. Everybody knows Madison Square Garden is, like, one of the greatest arenas in the world and all that stuff. There's a lot of nostalgia with the Knicks. But, man, I feel like Knicks fans just get a little too excited. Now, yes, I made an episode apologizing to the Knicks because when they were at full strength this year, after getting Ananobi, after, you know, they were looking really good. And I still think when they do get healthy, they will be a threat in the playoffs. But the fans are delusional. I mean, like I said, they get way too amped. If their team wins three games in a row, they're talking about the finals. They're talking about potentially becoming a dynasty. Okay, Jalen Brunson, my guy, you know what I'm saying? He, he's a great player. They're comparing him to AI. You know what I mean? It, it's like they they get too excited. You're probably thinking, how does that make you a bad fan base? It's hard to talk to people like that sometimes. Okay, I know some realistic Knicks fans. I do. But even sometimes they get a little too hype. You know what I mean? I saw some Knicks fans on the timeline. They signed Shake Milton last night, my dog. Doc Rivers killed his career, by the way. But I saw some Knicks fans on the timeline. They're just talking about this is the piece we need to win the championship. Shake Milton? Shake Milton. This is my whole point. Knicks fans are borderline unbearable. But they are not more unbearable than the top two worst fan bases in the league. You probably guess who I'm about to say. But for number two, and some people probably think they're the worst, but I'm going to tell you why they're not. 
Well, I'm going to tell you why they are at number two, because they suck. The Boston Celtics, their fan base is horrible. It's been horrible since the beginning of time. Um, their identity has never gone away from being such a trashy fan base. Um, I mean, it goes back to the beginning of time. Like I said, Bill Russell won 11 championships there, but they called him racial slurs. How does that work? Not only are a decent amount of fans in Boston racist, they're just crazy, okay? They swear to you every single season that they're going to win the championship, and they haven't won since 2008. I was nine years old. I am about to be 25. Do you know how much... You know how many things I've done since I was nine years old? That was the last time the Celtics won a championship. Kendrick Perkins was in his prime, bro. Leon Poe was on the floor. Eddie House was draining threes. Are you serious? That's the last time the Boston Celtics won a championship. Let's be honest here. They're not winning. They're not winning the championship with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, they're forty-seven to twelve right now. Everybody got them in the finals. I don't believe in them. Okay, and that's not just me being a hater of Boston because I am. I'm an open Boston hater, all sports. But when it comes to the Celtics, I'm so tired of people saying every single season that they're going to win the championship and they fold in these conference finals. They fold in the finals. And and honestly, they only made the finals one time since 2010. So it's not like they get there. How many times they got to lose? Yes, I understand they added Porzingis. They added Blue Holiday. Oh, yeah, that's cute, man. They got no bench. I feel like that depth is going to catch up to them. Can we please talk about how Jalen Brown signed a $300 million contract and his points per game dropped almost five points? He's averaging 22. I always said this. Your two best players cannot play the same position and expect and you expect to win a championship. That's not going to work. You can't win a championship when your two best players play the same position. Tatum is a true small forward. They can play him at the four all they want. That's not his true position. He is a true small forward. Jalen Brown, he's not a small, he is not a shooting guard, okay? He is a true small forward. Those guys, and they're not the same player. Don't, don't get it twisted, please, okay? Tatum is light years ahead of Jalen Brown. But Boston put themselves in a really nasty position because you gave Jalen Brown $300 million. What do you think Tatum is going to ask for? They're going to put themselves in cap hell. They already can barely afford a bench. It's going to get even worse. I will say, this is the best Boston team I've seen. But I have no faith in them, right? Going back to the fans, they swear they're going to win a championship every single year. When they get let down, they got an excuse. Oh, well, it's well coaching. Uh, Missoula, he, he's not that guy. But now, all of a sudden, Missoula, he's one of the best coaches in the league. Which one is it? Tatum, they call him MVP every single year. He hasn't won one yet. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Okay. Boston fans since the beginning of time, and I, and I said at the beginning of this episode that players, I'm not going off what players say, but 
Boston is one of those places where a lot of players do say that it's a really bad place to play at because of the fans. Um, I will give them this, though. I'll give them some credit. Those fans get loud. That's a hard place to play in. And I respect that. But that's a delusional, a disrespectful, um, and just... And just a bad fan base. Okay. You go on social media, those guys, they're they're always trolling. They're always saying something stupid. And you go on their Twitter bio and it says, Celtics fan, you're not surprised. Speaking of Twitter, speaking of stupid, coming in at number one, you should know who I'm talking about by now. A lot of buildup. But it's obvious the Los Angeles Lakers are the worst fan base in basketball. Not even close. I will give the Lakers this. They are the greatest franchise of all time. But that is probably a direct factor in why the fans are so bad. They have a high standard for themselves. And I can respect that. But man. (laughs) They are the worst fan base. When you want to talk about delusion... Just being disrespectful, being a bunch of idiots. Look no further than the Los Angeles Lakers fan base. They don't know what they're talking about ever. This is the problem with the Lakers. Another team that expects to win the championship every year, but this is the problem with the Lakers. It doesn't matter who's on the team they expect to win a championship. You go out and sign Gabe Vincent. You sign Torian Prince. Jackson Hayes, and you expected to win a title? In what in what world? 2K? I I wouldn't bet on it there, to be honest. Bro. Lakers fans are delusional. Okay. And I'm gonna give you an example. D'Angelo Russell, right? When they when he returned to the Lakers, Lakers fans were excited. They were like, oh, you know, this is a fresh start for D Let's go. First couple games, he's looking good. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got to resign him next year. Extend D-Lo, man. Yeah, yeah, we're going to win championship with this system. Bron, AD, D-Lo, you know what I mean? Like that D-Lo and Reeves in the, back, in the backcourt is perfect. Soon as D-Lo has a couple bad games, ship him to Guangdong. Get him out of here. They do that with every player. Gabe Vincent returns from injury. Do you know what they were tweeting? They said, Seven back. You calling him seven? First of all, only a select group of players can be called by their number, okay? Because that's a sign of respect. They talking about seven back. Ooh, Gabe Vincent is back. What is, what? They be hyping up anything. That's the problem with the Lakers. Lakers fans hype up anything. Austin Reeves averaged 13 last year. He played like prime Shake Milton. Shout out to Shake Milton. Talked about him a few times. This is the most times I'm ever going to talk about him on a podcast episode. Shake Milton had the same exact numbers as Austin Reeves a couple years ago. And he played less minutes. But Austin Reeves, he gets treated like, oh my goodness. He gets treated like he's Jason Kidd or something. He got a signature show because of the Lakers fans hyping him up. Ruby Hachimura, they thinking he's Kawhi Leonard or something, the way they talk about him. 
But let Rui have a bad game. They talking about shipping him to Japan. That's what they say. That's what they say on Twitter. This is not me saying this. This is Lakers fans. They are sick. They are delusional. The Lakers fans could lose. Not the Lakers fans. The Lakers could lose 10 games in a row. Drop to the 10th seed. Let them win two games in a row. They're tweeting, oh my God, we're so back. Championship run. What are you talking about? You suck. The Lakers fans are not, they're not sane, okay? And you're probably listening to me like, you sound crazy right now. You, you, you yelling because they make me mad. And it sucks because you have LeBron who you can make a case for being the greatest player of all time if you want, right? You got, and, and like I said, they're the most, they're the best franchise ever in my opinion. You know what I mean? They've had the greatest players of all time play for them. And you respect all those guys. But the problem about the Lakers is are the fans, man. The, the fans. And a lot of them are bandwagons. That I mean, that's obvious. You could go to a Sixers-Pistons game. You're going to have at least five people in the arena wearing a Lakers jersey. Why are you there? Why are you there? Okay. Um, the Lakers just... they. The problem with the fans is that the team could be horrible, but they're going to gas it up. Jared Vanderbilt, Lakers fans told me that he was going to lock Steph and Curry up. He's going to lock Steph Curry up. Jared Vanderbilt, he's a good defender, but Steph Curry, really? They signed Cam Reddish. All of a sudden, Cam Reddish is supposed to be like uh, prime Clay Thompson. He's supposed to be the perfect piece to the system. He stinks. Be honest with yourself. Oh, my God, we signed Christian Wood. He's okay. Okay? Come on. If you, like, oh, Max Christie, he's going to develop, bro. He reminds me of Kobe. What are you talking about? Oh, bro, we signed Spencer Dinwiddie, man. He got a fresh start here. He's not good. But the thing is about the Lakers fans, they could sign me right now, and they're going to hype me up. Talon Horton Tucker, he's not on the team anymore, but does anybody listening remember when they said he was going to be an all-star one day? Talon Horton Tucker, the Lakers fans need to be tested, IQ-wise, need to be tested, okay? I don't, I don't know what goes to their mind. Like, I really don't. It's really hard having conversations with them. And this is going to be one of my last points about the Lakers fans, the way they talk about Anthony Davis. Now, I will say, Anthony Davis, at one point in time in his career, he was the best big in basketball. He was. But he's not that anymore. He's too inconsistent. AD will get you 35 and 15 one night. Next night, he's going to get you 9 and 8. But Lakers fans act like they don't see those bad games. They act like they don't see them. Because they sit here and people actually say this. People still think Anthony Davis is like the best big in basketball. Lakers fans actually think that. And I'm like, what are you watching? Because <laughs> we're not watching the same broadcast, okay? We're not watching the same stuff. I don't I don't know what it is. I, I, I think Lakers fans try to speak things into existence and they just hope it comes true, okay? And that's a similarity between a lot all these teams that I mentioned on this list. Heat fans. They say they're going to win a championship, right? But there's no way they actually believe that, right? Like, I, like, I'm concerned. Knicks fans, same thing. I, I, There's no way. 
Sixers fans. Yes. There's no way y'all actually think y'all going to win, right? Like, I, I, I don't I don't get it. Those are the top five worst fan bases in NBA. Honorable mentions. The Utah Jazz. Because they're a-holes out there. Everybody knows that. I mean, they support Carl Malone. I don't got to get into that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, I mean... <laughs> I mean... Players talk about Utah, too. It's rough out there, for sure. Um, and honestly, I'm trying to think of, like, any other, like, bad NBA fan bases. Like, really bad ones. Uh, this team is creeping up low-key. Phoenix. They're they're pretty annoying. They, they're getting up there. Um... Obviously, Warriors fans, a lot of them are bandwagons. I can't hate on them too much. They they had a freaking dynasty. And to be honest, a lot of the Warriors fans from the West Coast were fans even when they were at their lowest point. So I guess it's cool seeing them succeed. But a lot of the fans are bandwagons. So it is hard. Um. But yeah, man, that's my top five. I'm going to run it back to you again. The Sixers coming at number five. The Miami Heat coming at number four. The New York Knicks coming at number three. The Boston Celtics coming at number two. The Lakers come in at one. Top five worst fan bases in the NBA. Top five worst fan bases in the NFL will be coming soon. Hope you're having a good day. Damn it, guys. Coach is right. If you want to win, it's on us, man. And uh, yeah, peace.